0: the only video game podcast that's rendered in unreal engine five
1: so many triangles dude
0: you're all you're actually just hearing billions of triangles right now
1: i can't believe it mm-hmm. I, thank you tim sweeney we're in your debt
0: We literally are in his debt, actually. Uh, (laughs) Unreal Engine 5 is not a charity, actually. It is a business. And uh, we have to license it out. And it's, I mean, it's easy to work with, right? But, you know, remember the days we were working, uh, making this podcast off of Frostbite?
1: Oh, yeah. It was a fucking hell. Oh, (laughs) my God. It was hell, dude. Yeah, It was absolutely God forbid you ever had to bring somebody in on, like, a video call to, like, do, like, you know. Distant podcasting, remote podcasting. Is that what you call it, distant, podcasting. <laughs> distant podcasting? Is that what we've
0: become, <laughs> Daniel? Is this distant podcasting
1: by degrees of separation? Though, if yep. we got Tim Sweeney on board, are we stepping up to be like a battle royale one day?
0: Uh as in he's going to be a part of Save Room Industries
1: LLC. Uh yeah, he's going to be one of the chairmen. One of the chairmen? Yes. we got to get a chair. We don't, I was going to say, we don't have a lot of chairs. we got to get our first chair. If we're getting Tim Sweeney in the room, there's got to be chairs.
0: Okay, l- l- let me l- hang on <laughs> one second. So I, I do, when I stream video games, I'm sitting on my bed because mm-hmm. like I play on my TV. Yeah. I don't have like a little monitor to play games off of. Mm-hmm. But when I do the Just Chatting show that I do on Wednesdays, I'm at my work desk, my little... Co-work co- yeah. post-COVID work desk yeah. station. Command center. But the thing is, I don't have like a gamer chair. I don't have a DX no, racer. No, you don't.
1: I don't got a... You don't have like a Genji other... DX racer chair. Yeah,
0: I don't have that. So I'm sitting on a hand-me-down chair that my boss gave me. Mm-hmm. She gave us most of our... It's a wooden chair. It's a wooden chair. With minimal padding. And whenever I stream, it sounds like a fucking Spanish galleon <laughs> is slowly swaying
1: through the night. Do you remember the Oviedo chairs? Uh, the
0: Oviedo they chairs. They had
1: no cushion. It was just no. black matte fabric over like a metal square oh, and it was right. so rickety and didn't all you fall metal. through one yeah those legs broke all the time Man, those legs broke all the <laughs> time yeah, yeah. we need gamer chairs we need gamer chairs we gotta pick up
0: yeah well when we get team tim sweeney on board <laughs> we're gonna get a shit ton what does epic do again what was that game
1: engines for- uh, oh, what game are they famous fork for fork knife for travis something was on there travis bickle <laughs> travis scott is that his name Travis Scott, yes, Yes, he performed in Fortnite. Where he
0: was a hologram giant walking through the world of Fortnite. Um, Tupac would be proud. I was. You didn't see it, but it reminded me of the scene in Blade Runner twenty forty. Set no, twenty forty nine is the sequel, right? I think so. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, There's this one advertisement of a giant, like nude girl in the middle of Metro City or whatever it's called. Hold
1: on. This is an M-rated podcast. If you guys did it now. Is yeah. Proceed. Sorry, <laughs> was that not uh, made understood? Yeah. No. Okay.
0: did I, did I not say fuck yet?
1: <laughs> not yet. Okay. Thank you. um
0: And she's just like Ryan Gosling is just dwarfed by this nude woman hologram. Mm-hmm. That was what Travis Scott was doing. Oh. <laughs> Basically, that's what it felt like. Wow. Yeah, but I, I never thought it, I thought it would be like cooler holograms and stuff like that. Instead, it's like oh, I got to log in to my switch,
1: <laughs> I log in my epic account. <laughs>
0: <out> Travis. <laughs> what other what other artists would you like to see? in for actually no 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 i got oh, wow. a better challenge no 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 i got a better challenge for you daniel yes. my friend choose a game okay and choose an artist that you would like to appear virtually in the game performing music mm-hmm. okay. any game so it doesn't have to be like Fortnite. it could be any game yeah. that you want your no, favorite no. artist to appear
1: no i hear you so tetris effect would be the game yeah and the artist oh my god there's so many options because there's so many great bands mm-hmm. what would be a good oh wow uh, he's really thinking this through I gotta look at my vinyls look right at that now. oh Let's my see. he has
0: to, he has to check the vinyl <laughs> <laughs> collection while he just went like full hipster his pants got tighter L- they're a little tight he's wearing black rimmed glasses suddenly I, I don't I've never known him to have an eyesight problem he has a left part
1: comb over this is
0: crazy he's yeah. reading pitchfork but he looks like he's scoffing at it <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's more of an alt press kind of guy
0: yeah yeah definitely <laughs> definitely so what is it what's it gonna be
1: uh, I think it would be fun to see a ska band. Put "Streetlight Manifesto." Manifesto. <laughs> Said nobody ever. <laughs> it would Such be fun effect. to see a ska band. <laughs> that would be a lot of fun for me.
0: Sorry, you have to choose an actual music genre. <laughs> not <to> ska. Fuck.
1: <laughs> Number one, fuck
0: you. Yeah, first of all, I'm fucked because yeah. we're all very excited about Tony Hawk Pro Skater yeah. uh, 1 and 2 Remaster. It's a remaster. It's, it's a, remake. a remake. No, it's no, a it's remaster. A no, let's not do this again. <laughs> <game. laughs> Did you see the side-by-side, dude? Of um, one, like, or the original and the... Yeah, it's we, like way different. Yeah, imagine that. 20 years, apparently, we've had... <laughs> so that's like, not... That's not... We have some improvements since that's then. That's not a remaster. You know what the goal's been for <laughs> 20 years, and I think it's Unreal funny. Engine 5 is going to deliver it for us? Yes. The goal is to make boobies realistically round. They've been... Oh. They started as triangles, mm-hmm. which is... It's ironic mm-hmm. that triangles is the solution. Billions of triangles rendering... An illusion of perfectly round breasts, Daniel.
1: I mean, that's all I see when I see Tifa in Final Fantasy VII, the
0: that original. Is, that is, yes. well, I mean, she has perfection. other qualities that make her a viable and strong protagonist. She's Daniel. a hard worker, sure. Okay. She owns a bar. All right. Yes. That's Yes, she is a proprietor. Of <laughs> the seventh heaven. Sorry, my anger flared up. What was I talking about? Perfectly yes. round breasts. Achievable <laughs> by none other than tim sweeney thank you tim And that's also the name of the episode (laughs) no (laughs) also you didn't answer the question
1: (laughs) i said streetlight manifesto but you threw a veto on the floor and said no can
0: try again do it again okay you didn't even say the game
1: i said tetris effect that's weird i did that's a good game to have a musician in yeah fine (laughs) (laughs) daft punk and tetris effect daft
0: punk and tetris effect Yeah, I'll accept that answer. That's (laughs) a good answer. That's a really good answer. You want to know mine? Huh? Um, Avenged Sevenfold. Why do you set me up
1: for a stupid Call of Duty Black Ops (laughs) two?
0: I would love that. Could you imagine if that happened?
1: Name an Avenged Sevenfold song. Bat Country. It's more of a state of mind than a song for them. (laughs) Potentially an album. I don't know. I only know
0: backcountry. I'm so glad that I was able to recall that. Maybe I'm not losing these bits up here from all the drinking after all. No,
1: or the old age. Yeah, man. For sure. (laughs) Turn 30, but you still got it.
0: All right. Turn on the professionality, sir.
1: We got to do the plug. We got to do the plug. Where can they find us? I'm so sorry, our humble listeners. Eight minutes in. We're just jerking ourselves off. We're feeling zany these days. Isn't
0: that what happens when two white men get in front of a microphone? Yeah. They just like...
1: (laughs) placate themselves i always like two hours the 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 like oh what do you call a group of two or more men a podcast it's good it hurts a little yeah it's a little rude a little rude did you read that in pitchfork (laughs) (laughs) where can they find us daniel uh they can find you yeah almost every day of the week these days uh, since you have nothing else going on in this work from home lockdown state over at twitch.tv slash the red herb fucking growing your platform playing video games a lot of Assassin's Creed Odyssey if I, if I do say
0: platform sounds a little distance I would okay. like to
1: say a utopia, a utopia. <laughs> <laughs> Building a streaming I was utopia. gonna go for community and then you really like you fucking kick over it <laughs> yeah dude I'm getting ready for Tony Hawk <laughs> Jesus Christ and also I gotta gas my boy up <laughs>
0: yeah dude yeah. I love it I love it you know, let, get, let
1: me gas you up real Whoa, quick hey, dude, let on. me gas
0: you up real quick this dude can is... I open
1: a window first
0: No, no, no 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 okay. you don't get to beginning of midsummer weird reference I don't mean to do that anyway <laughs> <laughs> um, you can find my boy Daniel at none other than Dungeons and Daniels at the twitch.tv. And let me tell you what, he does this thing that's been a f- fucking Twitch celebration. What do I do? I've been getting emails Whoa. about how much people enjoy this. They go, yo, so, what's 10-20. up, Kevin? <laughs> Sorry, but I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about your boy today. Oh. I just don't know what his email is. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> it's a good, damn. You've been doing... Final Fantasy Fridays.
1: Oh, yeah. Fin-Fan Fridays. Fin-Fan Fridays. It's been like three weeks now. Actually, no, even more because I started it when Final Fantasy VII Remake came out. So really, it's Mm. been almost every Friday since April 10th or whenever Final Fantasy VII came out.
0: You still keep track of time? I thought we were past that. That was one of the constructs that we moved past.
1: People remember like the BC times, right? I don't remember anything before Final Fantasy VII Remake came out. Was that BC? Uh, No, I think it's- Before Crisis Core? (laughs) I think (laughs) it's- bcc yeah, <laughs> bff7r you know sure yeah that rolls off the tongue <laughs> we're working on it we're working on it don't worry tim we're working on it uh but yeah i've been playing uh, like a shit ton of final fantasy 10 we talked about it on the last episode of save room plays and we'll talk about it more in the back end of the episode where we oh, just wow. fucking gallivant and talk about all the games we're loving i
0: forgot the structure of the show cool what do you want to talk about it seems like you want to talk about something
1: else. uh we didn't tell them where we can where they could find us
0: they can find us at soundcloud.com slash Show or Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and even Stitcher.
1: Sick. i to move that. RSS feeds. Across the universe. So what do I want to talk about on this on the Saturday? The Saturday that we, we've gathered, uh, where we could be otherwise playing video games? Those are fire alarms. Where's the fire? <laughs> <laughs> That's how hot this podcast is. Oh. They're setting off alarms. <laughs>
0: no, actually, they're alerting the FBI. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, I think we're good. Sweet. What did I want to talk about with you here today? Crazy news happened this week, right?
0: Well, this is not the news episode. Let's no. not confuse no, no, anybody. No, no, no. This is safe from plays. This is safe from plays. That's how we entered it. So we have, but we have some impressions. Mm-hmm. There's a few news items. Tell me the most exciting thing that we already revealed about ten minutes ago.
1: They announced. Let me. Let me actually back up. Not they. Tony Hawk himself in a very. Um, Tony Hawk himself did a very Tom Holland thing and actually like accidentally leaked. The fact that there was going to be a Tony Hawk Pro Skater oh. 1 and 2 Remaster of swords. and
0: He leaked it on his birthday. He leaked
1: it on his birthday. The internet he, shat a collective skateboard over this. Like an entire skateboard over it it.
0: Skateboard. Birdhouse, baby. Yeah.
1: Um, how hyped are you for this? This announcement?
0: Pretty fucking hyped, yeah. um, to be honest with you, because uh, as 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 other '90s kids, mm-hmm. uh, the THPS name okay. elicits excitement. It was never known as that. It was always known as THPS. What's this revisionist history? Yeah, what do you mean revisionist history? <laughs> all yeah. What do you, if you never picked up a Game Pro, a Game Pro with the cool <laughs> pictures by Doctor Zombie, sir? Fuck. Anyway, <laughs> I'm pretty excited. Yeah. Now the thing is, um, Vicarious Visions is handling mm-hmm. this uh, remaster.
1: Did they do the Crash Bandicoot one, too? They did, indeed. Okay, so that was awesome. They've
0: also been under the Activision umbrella for, like, two decades at mm. this point. They've worked on ports of Tony Hawk, mm. including the mobile versions and such, And which I remember there being, like, a Game Boy Advance version that was yeah. actually pretty dope nasty, mm-hmm. uh, a dope nasty conversion of it. They've also worked on, like, a bunch of Guitar Hero ports, so... Recently, uh-huh. they got into the remaster game, and they've done a really successful job. The thing that people like about Crash Bandicoot's remaster is that it's this perfect balance of keeping what is needs to be there from the original, the absolute original, but also knowing where to kind of push it to modernize it, right? Because like, if you just remade Tony Hawk, mm. which they did yeah. in 2012, like one for one, mm.
1: it sucks. Yeah, you were nervous that it was going to be that again.
0: Guess what they added? That's going to make it not suck, Revert, revert. Revert! If you don't know what a revert is, it is how you chain your combos together, my friend.
1: Did they introduce that in two?
0: They introduced it, and even Tony Hawk thought it was two. Hmm. I read an interview. (laughs) Was it three? It's three. Okay. It's actually three. And it changed the series.
1: such a quality of life thing. Yes. I'll never take it for granted.
0: And so that was the thing that was missing from the original HD remaster from 2012. They Mm -hmm. didn't have the revert and it felt like shit. Because you know what? Mm -hmm. We live in the future, man. We can't remove the knowledge of revert from our heads that was gifted to us by God and Bam Margera.
1: Bam himself? Yeah. Hmm. And rap himself. And wrap himself. <laughs> and Party Boy, all of them.
0: Yeah, so it's one and two together. What are you, what are you most excited about this? Are you excited? Oh, fuck
1: yeah, I'm there excited, dude. Go. Here, here, there we Little go. known fact about me, I used to read a lot of biographies in middle school, and there was a <laughs> Tony Hawk biography that I asked for for Hanukkah one year. I was super stoked about it. I actually probably still have it somewhere. Um, I so it? I was a huge Tony Hawk fan. Me and my uncle got down on Tony Hawk's one and two uh, on the N64, and then a lot of Underground on the GameCube. And like we lost oh. hours hours we were talking about it through text because I, I let him know about this i was like you gotta get a ps4 we, we gotta get in on this game there's online play there's everything
0: i like that you sent the note out
1: i did i ha- i didn't know if he knew i know he's on reddit and twitter like that but i wasn't sure if he had heard the the rumblings yet
0: have you heard have you heard the word about the Birdman? about the, the birdhouse? Bird <laughs> bird everybody's
1: heard that the bird is the word
0: <laughs> no the first thing that you send out just very ominous birdman's back <laughs> <laughs>
1: But no, dude, I'm I'm super super stoked for, for this to come out. Um, it's it's such a beloved franchise for me. When we were talking about the <laughs> the doomed PlayStation classic classic that came out, uh, we were hoping Tony Hawk would be on it. And we were like, well, it probably can't be because of licensed music and this and this and that. I was like, okay, cool. It came and gone. They didn't do anything with it. But I was like, there's no way they'd let it die.
0: Oh, you mean the little PlayStation Mini, right? That's what I meant, yeah. yeah
1: God, the, God. The, the one that came out for 100 that's now probably like 599
0: Oh, it went down to like $10 At bucks or 1499 or something yeah, like that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Then that's when I started getting hyped for this idea. And for them to drop it and to be like, okay, we're revamping all the levels. So many triangles, you wouldn't mm-hmm. believe it. You can fucking revert on all the triangles. It's true. Hail Every Mary, triangle. everywhere. And we're bringing the music back too. That was... That would have made or break it, right? Yeah. Like, if you can't get the licensed music back, it's not going to feel the same. And They're they not, did. They got most of it. They got most they of got it. They got at least half of They're
0: it. They're missing a third of it. To be honest with you, they, they said that 18 of the original 30 tracks would be coming back. Some of them, some of the exclusions are, I know Bring the Noise didn't make the list. Ooh. And I remember looking at Twitter, somebody saw that, and their first response was like, well, good. That song sucks anyway. <laughs> and, so, I, and I had to agree very strongly with that sentiment.
1: Some of the good ones on here, we got uh, Dead Kennedy's police truck, Goldfinger's yes. Superman. That's like that's iconic. Tony Hawk. Also, they did a, a like a Zoom live performance of that uh like a month ago and it was so cool really yeah it was really rad check that out on was YouTube. it within
0: the confines of animal crossing
1: no that wouldn't be cool listen not everybody's gary would primus says jerry was a race car driver super super hot Ooh, i forgot that was <laughs> on there <laughs> gorilla radio rage against the machine always yeah. raging uh pop blood brothers that's absolutely needed by the way gorilla radio because it was the like oh intro
0: god. to it part two. it you was remember that yeah
1: oh my god somebody hits you bad religion oh my god uh power man 5000 when worlds collide so
0: that's rob zombie's brother
1: is it with the That's hair? That's Rob Zombie's wow. brother. Okay.
0: Isn't that strange? It's a little weird. It's a little weird. It's a
1: little weird. But they're a little weird. zombie family. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm glad that they got some of the music back. I think it's going to really capture the, the vibe. And I'm, I'm stoked to just get yeah. out there and, and chase those tapes again. And now have a <laughs> Tony Hawk. <laughs> Look for the tapes. In an era of like trophies and platinums that I care about. Because Tony Hawk 5 came out. And I think you said that probably even played worse. It was balls. Than the remaster, yeah. I,
0: I had not a good time with it, yeah. yeah. I remember just being very, just not feeling good.
1: They just have to nail the controls, right? They have yes. to, they have to nail that mouthfeel of what made Tony Hawk rad and uh, make it feel good, you know. They're, use so that dual shock,
0: it's controlling exactly as it did before, which you're going to be able to do all your tricks in the d pad as it was, and that was the best. Feel. That was like this is why you need a good d-pad right i'm glad that the ps4 has
1: a good d-pad you coming at me knowing about d-pads yeah Yo,
0: you know what you know what's up i got the, d-pad. got the d-pad you got the d-pad i got you i didn't mean to come on anyway. okay. come on man come on come on tim you want to embarrass yourself in <laughs> front of tim anyway <laughs> but yeah i think it looks good they got most of the original skaters back didn't bob burn die
1: I cannot confirm that at this time. Okay, yeah. well, we'll send it. We'll shoot a DM. Actually, no, if we're going to talk this hard about it, we need yeah. to know we which need skaters to have lived and, and it out. <laughs> Thank you. We just want to get the facts straight before we, we get into this, you know.
0: We always want to make sure that we always have up-to-date information about all skateboarders the world over.
1: No, he's still alive. Robert Dean Silva Burnquist. He's a Brazilian-American. He was born in 1976, and he's still alive to this day. Damn. Occupation skateboarder. He's got his own website. Check him out.
0: I love that that occupation hasn't changed or shifted. No, in, since '76. Since '76.
1: Like Tony Hawk is still out there skateboarding. He's on Twitter. He's he's being a good example. He's a dad. He's I wonder how his, his kids. knees are. He's probably he's dude doing all those like. Do you imagine the shock oh, damage? The hundred foot drops he does, like from a 180 oh. twist into like an ollie or whatever he would do, and back in his day, like the impact. You got it. It doesn't matter. Like you're gonna get fucked.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. You know what we should do? We should send him a quick DM and ask how his knees are doing. Mm-hmm. I just want to be sure that he's all right. Isn't he like fifty four? He's like fifty four. He's like fifty
1: four. Yeah. Well, happy birthday, Tony Hawk. We're Yo, really... happy
0: birthday, Birdman.
1: Uh, this comes out in September. <laughs> September what?
0: September fourteenth. September fourteenth. So it's We're coming out PS4, been. Xbox One, and I didn't know if I saw Switch on there.
1: I didn't see Switch on there. Ooh. Perfect time for it though. I like. Right, I feel fine. like September is a really good spot for it. Um, I mean, other than like what Cyberpunk. That's the only other confirmed game for September that we really know about. For September? Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't think of anything else. So, yeah, good time for it. Good time for it. Um, other news we got going on, too, while oh. we're keeping it kind of la- fast and loose and... Uh, just, really lax just, and senseless and unlistenable. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yep, 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 yep. Um, Unreal Engine 5 was revealed in, what, Tim Sweeney's living room while he was eating Popeyes uh, and just doing his thing, and uh, it kind of blew my dick off. Are you okay? I'll heal. Okay, tell yeah. me what you like about it. What's not so like I mean, okay, we saw what? Uh, give me
0: give me a bullet breakdown. No, actually describe it through the <laughs> the veil of your favorite poem that you think closest matches your feelings
1: about this. Wow, you're really making me strive for so much excellence today. Yeah, I
0: like to push you and challenge you, man. Thanks. You know?
1: Um it just looks fucking gorgeous. Can we just say that? Is that by Robert Frost? <laughs> <laughs> yes, from his from his late <laughs> book of poetry that was published. It just looks fucking gorgeous humorously. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Robert Frost, the woods beyond the fucking way. It's so nice. <laughs> he was dynamic. What can I say? De- I'm deflecting because I was actually looking up if Tony Hawk was on the Switch. It's not. the The remaster is not. I know it's not. And I didn't know what subject we moved on to. <laughs> <laughs> we moved on to that one. What's the next subject? Talk to me
1: about Unreal and Engine Five.
0: Daniel, the future apparently is no, ne- no, no, no. It's 2021. Actually, it's coming out 2021. The Unreal Engine 5 was revealed through the mouth and eye and gaze of the immortal Jeff Keeley and his summer game Fest. Was this the, like the first thing
1: to kick it off?
0: It was like the second thing to kick it okay. off because I think Tony Hawk was the first thing. Okay. Uh, the second thing, yeah, was Unreal. And it looks
1: unreal. <laughs> Sorry, I said it. I said it. To me, he nailed it. Put me timeout. He nailed it. Show's over. <laughs> Tim Sweetie's listening to this and just nodding
0: in appreciation. <laughs> that was epic. Uh, fuck you. Okay, move Stop on. it. Come on. <laughs> so, they did a ten-minute um, kind of a tech demo. Yeah. So it's not a, a game that they're releasing, from what I understand, but it is gameplay It's actually a, a thing that's rendered and somebody can play mm-hmm. if they know Tim pretty well, mm-hmm. right? And it looked amazing. It really did look amazing. Because, like, I think a lot of people walked out of the inside Xbox showing that mm-hmm. said, hey, here's a slew of third-party games. And they're all going to be on uh, Xbox Series X. And people were just like, none of that really looked that next-gen,
1: to be honest. Not really. I mean, it was all, like, pre-rendered movies, basically. We didn't see uh-huh. much gameplay. And so that's
0: uh, what made this pretty exciting. Because it, looked, it was just like, oh, shit. And they even said that this is running on a PS5. Yeah. And the the tech itself is not coming out to 2021. So mm-hmm. it sounds like launch. We won't see games that benefit from this engine, yeah. which is a little disappointing. But like, whatever. Mm-hmm. There's still gorgeous engines that I'm sure are going to look good at launch. Like, imagine uh, RE Engine, how it's going to render part 8 if that comes out next gen, which it's I think true. was... Yeah, um, it's a next gen game. Rumored. That's all rumored. Capcom <sighs> did not pop the, the, the cap flares.
1: Okay. Can we say the same about RE4 remake? Is that yeah, still a rumor? That's not confirmed. Wow. Okay, well. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. We <laughs> gotta, we gotta keep ourselves honest sure. here. You yeah. know, keep yeah. it real, then. So it looked really cool. To give you a short, little, brief overview of what it was, there was this main character. Who had some magic shit. It was a girl. She was pretty. She walked through some rocks. All these rocks looked photorealistic. The lighting is
1: amazing. Oh my god! And. <laughs>
0: The thing that I really appreciated about this is that you could walk in, and even though they are trying to definitely appeal to the artists that would use this, because they were like, yeah. you know, they're dropping terms like ZBrush and stuff like that, yeah. and it's like a general consumer is going to be like, ZBrush, huh? Uh, I don't know what that means.
1: Honestly, I think it's easier to adapt and figure out what's happening in this tech demo versus what we saw, you know, with uh, Mark Cerny in his like GDC oh, presentation. Sure. A lot of that verbiage went over people's head, but I think you have. A visual tie-in with it here whereas like that presentation didn't you're no, showing a tech demo you're it, showing gameplay
0: exactly that, that that's that's my point entirely so. they still even though they're dropping some like technical terms they're still like here here's what this means yeah. and they're like here's a statue totally rendered it's made of millions and millions of like these triangles basically to render it <laughs> like they, they they drop you in on that concept why do they have to say it so much though because it's an impressive amount of triangles And one room one room alone had like 400 billion triangles and they swore it was the most triangles we've ever gotten. And god damn it, the triangles is an X factor. It could have been anything. They could have said teraflops. We got a billion teraflops in this room. It. And it still sounds impressive. Why? Because to accompany this new concept to people was beautiful, beautiful animations, in-game animations and art. There was a there was a room full of uh, filled with like four hundred statues that were yeah. meticulously rendered. And the and light th- hits
1: it all in such unique and like very dazzling ways. I'm just like I I can't believe this is what I'm seeing right now.
0: (laughs) It was really cool. It was really cool.
1: No confirmation yet as to when it'll play with Xbox, because I think they even said, like, there's more leanings towards this being a thing that PS5 is going to lean into, Mm. and games are going to run off of, but, like, who was it that, at the time, was like, we can't confirm if Xbox is going to have this? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like um, I heard something about that. I didn't hear
0: that. I didn't even hear the mention of Xbox. Well, I, won't, I didn't pay attention. i was yeah. still watching the tech demo. I'm going, Whoa. But I, I'm impressed. I think um, a lot of people, maybe it's going, it's not hitting them right because it isn't tethered to a game. And maybe that, I know that definitely would have made it. Oh, it pissed a,
1: off so many people. I know. I, I, it's like. like actual gameplay. Oh, it's not Horizon Zero Dawn 2 or whatever. It's like. Yeah, I. It's still a playable tech demo. It's really impressive. Like people spent time on that, and it's immaculate.
0: Yeah, people are asking like, "Where's the game?" And it's like, "Well, it's it's a tech demo. There isn't like a game, but this is a game that is made." possible by the by the tech
1: fact, that's running on a ps5 that's
0: why it's a demo for the tech and they're yeah. like yeah but what game is this gonna be like if i the thing is i get it it's not tangible to them it's not like yeah. hey
1: they want ip they want a exactly
0: brand. they want it tethered to something that they know and they're gonna touch and have in your hands and yeah. you will have it soon enough in your hands 2021 does seem far away especially in this horrible hell year that's been going on for 100 oh years gosh, yeah. you know but, but i think it's, this it's gonna happen is the point
1: I think this, though, is more of a selling point to me than what I saw, you know, at the Inside Xbox ordeal where It's like, yeah, these are cool trailers, but, like, show me more. I don't... I actually don't even care to not have it tied to anything. I think it's just awesome in its own right. I think what they created is uh, very indicative of where, like, super hyper-realistic games are going, super meticulous lighting engines and and atmospheres and all that. Like, that game could have easily been, like, Horizon or Death Stranding 2 or anything, just with how... Photo realized it was. Um, Listen, it, it's going to be interesting to see developers too. Be like, do we keep using our own proprietary engines or do we do this thing now? I mean, I guess the value play is
0: cost there, right? They sure. have to pay Epic to, to license this out, and I have no idea how much that might be.
1: Yeah. Um, we missed a pretty penny ourselves.
0: Whew, yeah, that's true. <laughs> we we had to dip into the me undies trust fund <laughs> to pay it off. But, um, it, you know, I looked at the engine and I thought to myself, like, oh, here we are. We're kicking the uncanny valley in the dick. It's like, yeah. we're, we're, we're right there, right? And maybe maybe we've heard this talk before in previous generations where people look and go, like, oh my god, we're almost there. Like, with the luminous engine that Square Enix was playing with and stuff like that. Yeah. But, you know, I feel like th- this one came in, made its point about why it's better, and then was like, all right, this is going to be here soon. Not now. Hmm. It's cool. I'm excited. But, you know, I get it. People want a game people, people want, want a
1: game yeah um two i guess to, to springboard off of that they i don't know if it was an analyst or somebody from sony but they basically indicated that like ps5 is definitely not coming out this year
0: yeah i think every analyst has pretty much said that and yeah. sony continues to insist like no no man you just you should show up in the holidays it'll be fine yeah it'll i think fun. it's okay if they wait i think it's okay if they wait yeah. too honestly and I, I think
1: but like, there's all these think pieces now where it's like okay if they wait have they already lost the race and i'm like what Next gen's just kicking off. Like they're starting within months of each other still. Like it's not like Xbox has a two year lead on Sony, you know, like they're still in the same ballpark.
0: I don't I don't know. I, I think especially Sony and Xbox wouldn't view it as a horse race. Yeah. Like they would view it just as like, hey, we're we're gathering momentum, maybe, right? We got to gather momentum in different ways for different reasons. And, well. you know, both companies have this weird other, uh, you know, this pressure from, recent events on top of them too that could well one fuck with their plans Mm -hmm. or even change consumer behaviors entirely that's one thing that i would be most afraid of that's why i'm just like maybe you guys should wait
1: you know like super habits are going to change so drastically just because people are in such mm -hmm. like bad financial positions yes yes
0: yes as in like hey people aren't going to be adopting these consoles as fast as maybe sony and microsoft would hope for i I think that's a given right so i don't know I'm, i'm and also we haven't really seen that much especially from sony's side to say oh yeah this is real and it's coming because we don't know games we don't know a release date we don't know what the goddamn console looks like so it doesn't it doesn't feel (laughs) it doesn't feel real right now uh it's like something we heard uh, we hear of secondhand and i feel like that's what made the unreal engine uh presentation exciting because it was like this is the first real ps5 thing we've seen at
1: all well other than like a godfall trailer (laughs) and
0: it didn't even come from sony
1: yeah yeah exactly yeah it's it's pretty wild uh, and I, I imagine we're still going to see more shit like that in um, 500 days of um, Keeley's Summer Games, right? Like, we're going to keep seeing huge hype mm-hmm. events and moments like this. And uh, this is cool that this is the start of it. It, like, it is. It's it, really fucking it's rad. A
0: cool, it's a cool way to set it off with a bang. And I, But I, I do understand mm-hmm. why it wouldn't be super exciting to other people because there's no price tag or pre-order <laughs> attached to what yes. this thing is. Because it's not a product. It's it's a potential. It's an engine. And that's a hard thing. P- people, people don't do well with potential. They need something tangible.
1: Yeah, that's sure. That's <laughs> yeah. sure. That's sure. Speaking of tangible yes, things yeah. we know of, this last big news bit, we finally got a full deep dive, state of play for Ghost of Tsushima. Say it again. Ghost of Tsushima. See <laughs> a- like the T is in there somewhere, right? Ghost of Tsushima. Or is it like Tsushima? Tsushima. Tsushima. We're really bad at saying Japanese names. That is as correct. A hundred episodes would indicate. It's not even a running bit, it's just like just, a fact. It's a character defect.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, Ghost of Tsushima, um, historically on the save room, my For you, <laughs> yes, for me, for, for me, Kevin, I, I, I'll fully own that. For me, I was on the fence about this because while I saw some, you know, beautiful cinematics and such, I didn't see the game. It's like that's what I wanted to really know, but I understand in the in development. It's, you're almost at like the last third or even more until you see something that's a tangible game. The rest is just going to be, you know, screenshots and cinematics yeah. up until then. But n- State of Play, it was an 18 minute deep dive on this fucking game that there was literally a lot. I went from being like, hey, I don't know, to be excited about this to I want this in my hands right now.
1: I think that was probably their longest all in game State of Play because The Last of Us 1 was, wasn't even that long.
0: Yeah, I don't think it was. For the
1: Last of Us Part 2. It was amazing. Yeah. Like
0: okay, so, Jin, you play as Jin, mm-hmm. um, and it is definitely an open world game. So there's no ifs ands about it. It's a massive open world. Yes, another did you have your doubts about games. that? That it would um, be open world. Well, I didn't know if it was going to play around with something like uh, our favorite, closed circuit open world, or sure, something like that. Sure. Maybe something smaller, but no, it's it's big. It's I expansive.
1: Mean, you could still do something like that, right? Look at like the Arkham games. Like no matter how big Arkham City gets, it's still that same closed circuited open world where you're traversing by tank or you know batwing however you do as batman but like in this game you have a horse so it's still scalable like it's not going to be assassin's creed odyssey big you're not going to get on a fucking boat and go to like a different continent (laughs) you're all within the confines of like this part of like this samurai ridden feudal japan japan right
0: and you're and you're living the the dream you know the fantasy of being uh, a samurai in feudal Japan. Yeah. So you go around, you explore on horseback, and it's got a really cool little navigation perk where mm-hmm. your your navigation node how, or your waypoint in the yes, game that's what in the game is actually a gust of wind. So it's like a part of the art design, and that's what guides you. We always talk Let about the wind guide you.
1: Daniel. We always talk about Sony games and how they unnecessarily throw that like you know super sense in. You know, press in on the joysticks, see the whole environment. But at least in this game, it makes sense because you're a hunter gatherer type. You're you know, a shinobi at times you're a ninja thief at others. Like, right. It's a really tasteful yeah, way to
0: add it rather than saying like, well, Joel has super bat sense,
1: <laughs> like, which makes no sense, but it <laughs> no, makes it sense for this, for Jin, who's taking on all these forms huh. and navigating the world to ha- be able to do that, you know, follow the wind, follow birds even. Um, You follow Fox. It's very Assassin's Creed-like.
0: Yeah, that was actually my first impression where I said, oh, wow, uh, this looks like the Assassin's Creed that Ubisoft has decided to never give us. And I'm actually glad it's not them giving it to us because it could be its own thing and it looks majestic in Sucker Punch's hands.
1: My thing about this is, at least if Ubisoft were to do it, they'd get a team of, of a well-rounded team, a represented team of, like, Asian-Americans, all Asian, you know, writers, visual artists. Like, people of that, and I feel like maybe Sony doesn't do the same thing, you know? I feel like they would have brought in a more diverse team, and it probably hit it closer to home in terms of, like, accuracy. Whereas, like, mm. Sucker Punch probably played, f- like, fast and loose with it, you know? That's
0: an interesting point. Like, there's
1: it's... probably a lack of otherwise creative, like, representation. we're not, we're not talking
0: about a Japanese st- studio yeah. taking on this material. Yeah. It is, like, I don't know where Sucker Punch is, but I imagine they're in California.
1: There, There's somebody, um, Emma Kidwell, who who's, um, like, a game designer. She's a Japanese-American game designer. She always talks about that criticism with Ghost of Tsushima, where she's like, I'm excited for it, but it sucks that there's no, like, you know, Asian-American writers that were really a part of this team to make this vision happen you know really and i'm just like that's an interesting take for it like if you're gonna have this triple a representative uh you know game of a culture or like a lifestyle you want it to be brought to life by people who know it
0: you know that's really interesting you know what i want (laughs) you know what i want because of this you remember how they did raising kratos yes like a deep dive yeah i want to see that for this game I would like to see like if that comes up in the discussion yeah. too.
1: Not to say that there probably aren't like you know people from other backgrounds or Asian Americans working yeah, on the. Not say that they had. I don't, don't know, have a but I, I think the, the idea was that they wanted more. You know that there should be a, a team of many people from many backgrounds mm-hmm. putting this vision together, and I feel like Ubisoft would do that. Now I'm not gonna knock Sucker Punch. They've made some great games. This is a step in the right direction for them. That open world promise of like you know what they already set forth in like the infamous games, right? I, I wouldn't say Ratchet and wait wait no it's uh Ratchet Sly Clown. Fox is the one that they did right. I don't know, actually. Do I think they do their other game, Sly Fox. Yeah, <laughs> Sly, I think it's Sly Cooper. Sly Cooper. There we go. Sly Cooper. But for them to kind of like almost kick it up in the way that Guerrilla Games did, from you know what was a Killzone mm-hmm. to uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, this is almost like their evolution and like kind of refining what they've already. Put I in mean, place.
0: dude, I'll say I I enj- I enjoyed Infamous. I know I love the fuck out of Infamous. Second Son didn't quite do it for me, especially mm-hmm. as being a launch title for PS4. But sure. um, the dude part two is great partys
1: great. And then the other one there's there's three in total, right?
0: uh yes yeah, so part one part sun. two and second son okay. yeah and then first light is like a dlc addition okay. to second son but like yeah I, I still think they rocked it i don't know if it's like that big of a glow up but i see what you're saying like they yeah they're, they're hitting that prestige exactly ex- exclusive
1: area now. yeah where i yeah. think i think for some people uh maybe the infamous games were kind of just like pulpy comic booky type games right i think you're projecting i've never played them so i can't say <laughs> i've never played an infamous.
0: sony gave it to you for free you remember that time play PlayStation Plus or whatever PlayStation oh, Online was down for like a hundred years <laughs> and we didn't know what to do and we were outside just sitting in our underwear kicking rocks because we couldn't play Modern Warfare 3. Yeah, but
1: I was playing like Mortal Kombat 9 locally, so I was good, dog. Oh, uh, that's I true, dog. Good. That was true. That was we great. got we got
0: so close to that point. Uh, anyway, besides the point, Daniel, why yeah, do you make me do this?
1: But it looks phenomenal. I'm yes. really excited. Like the, the deep dive they did was great. So the HUD looks very clean, very minimal. You have like a kind of a slight objective. And then otherwise, it's just like, I think actions only really appear as they happen within the moments to moments of the game. Um, you have three different forms that you kind of take on when you navigate this world. You have Jin the Explorer. That's when you're following the wind. You're on the horse. You're doing like side quests and stuff. Looking for foxes. You have Jin the Samurai. Now the Samurai bit actually opened up the combat uh, for this data play where they were like, okay, here's Jin in action. You know, you're taking on uh, Moguls or Mongols, right? Oh, and what
0: if it was Mongols?
1: I have both. Mughals. Now, now I have moguls. You're taking on Mughals, You're killing Magi <laughs> in the field of battle. <laughs> no, for honor. Um, and Koopa. Koopa. They define, like, the combat system finally where it's like, okay, it's, it's a mix of, like, Neo, Sekiro, and, like, you know, other, like, parry combat-based systems. Um, but I don't think it's gonna be nearly as punishing as, like, you know, a From game.
0: No, it actually looks like it's there for fun. It yeah, really does. Exactly. The parry system looked really cool. I, that, that's what made me super excited. Especially it has these little cool flourishes, so it does the whole, like, hey, I'm sneaking around and looking for um, opportunities to drop down and do yes. like a, a, a one-hit kill. So, the Jin the Ghost segment. Is that Jin the Ghost? Yeah, there's,
1: so there's the three oh, so phases the th- gotcha. that they divide. Ghost, Samurai, and Explorer.
0: So when he's sneaking, that's yeah. what it's determined as. Okay, yeah. cool. The thing that I thought was such a cool little flourish, it's like... <laughs> You're above there, and you can do an insta-kill, but there was, like, two enemies, so it gives you two different button prompts. It says, hey, you can kill this guy with uh um, triangle, or you can kill this other guy with square. And I was like, what? So, like, other games would make you, like, you know, awkwardly move the third-person camera to try to, like, precisely look at somebody, even though you don't have, like, a reticle or anything to do that or help you. Mm-hmm. This game was just like, oh, yeah, that is kind of annoying. Just give him two buttons. <laughs> and I was like, yo... I I love that. This game is so
1: easy. That's that's a a quality of life thing that other developers need to just be like, we could just do that.
0: This game's designed for fun. That's what's really cool. It reminds me of Assassin's Creed Odyssey. where like, hey, what's the big difference between Assassin's Creed Odyssey and The Witcher 3? The Witcher 3 makes you meticulously interact with its mechanics where Assassin's Creed says, hey, if you want to gather some plants, you're still horseback and just pick it up on the run. Oh, that's
1: so good. Um, I I love that you don't have to like get off your horse or get indebted to a five. Second animation of Jin getting opening up satchel, cutting a plant, putting it in a sand, yeah, exactly. walking away like <laughs> Far Cry style. It's like it's no. not trying
0: to be a simulator, but it's yes. still trying to simulate, yeah. like, it's romanticizing the samurai fantasy, which is really cool. I think it's the right direction yeah. <laughs> for the game.
1: <laughs> no, I think that's really cool. Like, even then, on top of that, too, you can talk to people on horseback. Like, there's like so much what? That, like, right? You can make me get off my horse to talk to this dude. I want to get off my horse when I want to get off my horse. Bingo. You know? do what Let you me want have a choice. <laughs> it
0: is yeah so it, it does have that kind of exploratory but also playground feel to yes. it i think it's going to be a very cool uh open world to interact with because oh yeah they just want you to go go
1: ham and go the locations that they showed off to you like these like japanese temples and mountainscapes and like lush little flower fields i'm just like this looks like it man it's so colorful. And I think it's going to be really, really deep and engaging, like in its story and its systems. The
0: game's going to be bombastic in HDR. That was oh, yeah. that was, oh, my, that was my first thought. Yeah,
1: I wonder I'm, how I'm glad lo- I
0: have a pro for this, even though it sounds like a fucking jet engine. <laughs> oh,
1: this thing is going to make your shit sound like the fucking Hilding guard <laughs> taking off.
0: This would be it. This would be the game that kills it.
1: <laughs> what a way to go out, right? Oh, uh, how long do you think it's going to be? Do you think it's going to be like a like a thirty hour experience?
0: Ah, oh, that's a good question. I don't know. It looks pretty. Big. I hope it's not big for nothing. That's always a fear with an open world game that it's just like it's just there to be there. Mm -hmm. Um, It's got
1: side quests of sorts.
0: It's got side quests of sorts. I wanna. That's the one thing that I didn't necessarily get from the, uh, or that wasn't my takeaway from this demonstration was like like, hey, how are the side quests? Like, are they interesting? Are the character interactions super interesting? Mm -hmm. I don't know. It seemed kind of brief, and I I think you have to be brief, uh, brief in like an eighteen minute presentation. So I'll I'll be interested to see how that plays out because. Honestly, open world games, a good side quest makes or breaks the game.
1: Yeah, don't have me doing the same monotonous, like, lazy shit. Like, go capture mm-hmm. a, a fox and skin it and bring it to this farmer. You know, go collect five stalks of grain. Like, no. Make me yeah. do stuff that really enriches the world. You want to know why Horizon Zero Dawn really worked? Because the side quest really fucking worked. Exactly. I was building relationships. I was building reputation. I was learning more about that version of post-apocalyptic America basically uh spoilers but uh, this, spoiler. this game is gonna do this
0: pretty that... sure they tell you that it's post-apocalyptic America like at the beginning they're like hello welcome to post-apocalyptic
1: America Aloy." <laughs> 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 yeah the, the mother brain comes out and just says it just like that <laughs> yeah um but I know I think it's gonna be one of those very same like really well realized worlds and and the way you do that is by having deeply enriching side quest you know make it worth my while make me want a reason to stray from the main story bingo
0: do not waste my time just because like you're like hey i'm padding out the gameplay yeah make it make a sense and then also there's a balance between story too sure like i hate it when an open world game has like a sense of urgency in its golden path story Mm -hmm. but the rest of the game is like, hi my cow's gone out of the pasture. Listen, can you round them up? And I'm
1: just like, my son is missing. <laughs> I love days gone. And I really hope it gets a sequel, but that game was a lot of that. Yes. Where it's like, I'm building reputations for camps and doing all this other shit, but there's this more pressing personal story going on that I'd rather be chasing, but it it's just like each main beat had like leagues between it. And I hope this game doesn't do it. Yeah, that, that... I hope it's not long for long sake. Exactly. I don't, I don't, I don't think it's going to be something tells me it's not going to be that kind of game.
0: I don't think so i feel like they're putting uh, i trust sucker punch honestly i trust that they're gonna give you uh they're gonna give you what you need and as much of, of what you need of it right because yeah. infamous was never long in the tooth right in fact in some ways for being an open world game it, when it was done i was like ah oh, fuck i could use a little more of that you okay. know so uh we'll, we'll see We'll. We will see very soon.
1: Isn't it coming out in July, July 17th? Yeah, July 17th. God damn. We got that and the Last of Us like back to back months. The Last of Us first. Oh my god. You know you know what wait. was
0: actually you know what was really exciting for me about uh, Ghost of Tsushima? I thought to myself oh, I'm almost a little more excited for it now than I am for The Last of Us cuz The Last of Us is just super dour dude yeah
1: oh yeah it's gonna be a downer game it was nice to see
0: this romantic feudal japan fantasy Mm -hmm. versus like oh wow that's gonna be painful and terrible and tense and anxiety riddling and like again i know that that's what last of us is i'm not asking for a colorful happy version of the last of us no in fact the worse, the better (laughs) in some ways because it's true to you know that style Mm -hmm. but um it I just think it's, like, it's a rough go for Naughty Dog to have to release that game, like, now. Yes. That's my point.
1: Yeah. And I don't think any part of them ever having to have delayed it was due to, like, the nature of the world. I think it was just all circumstantial, obviously. I, I think a lot of people want it, too. Like, I think a lot of people really want to feed into, like, this apocalyptic America, this ravaged America. And some people don't want anything to do with it. They want that optimistic, like... Give me Animal Crossing. Yeah. Give me these, like, give, give me, me secure Crossing. Wars. Give me shit that's going to, like, brighten up my world, right? Give me don't something give me... else
0: that's, like, not outside my window.
1: Yeah, don't give me, yeah. like, the road, melancholy, deeply driving drama. And that's what this game is going to be. It's mm-hmm. it's going to be devastating. Like, because you have to feel like they're going to fucking just smash end the series right there. <sighs> yeah. Like, part two is going to be the end of it. There is not going to be a last of Us part three.
0: Yeah, they they should just call it the Last of Us hard stop. Yeah, like that's what it feels like it's gonna be. Yeah. So that's why it's kind of you know if that if that drains you, then it looks like Ghost of Tsushima is gonna put a little color in your cheeks. Yes, that's how that game feels to me. So I'm actually really primely excited for that one. So I and this made me all the more excited. This was one of the best state of plays.
1: Uh, yeah, because it had laser focus. Laser
0: focus. I get that they were focusing on one game, but they did it in such a good way, like a really thoughtful way of going, here's the meat and potatoes.
1: Well, they almost treated it like a stage performance at like E3 where somebody would come on stage and present an aspect of it. You had one developer working from the team present like, this is him as an explorer and then another come along and be like, this is Jin as a samurai in this stance. He does this and it's like, you had people who actually worked on it. It wasn't this weird disembodied like welcome to state of play voice. Like it was people who worked on it and who knew the game Right, and I think that really (laughs) helped and uh those are the state of plays i want to see i also like you know the 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 grab bag of like ooh, we got a vr game we got this we got this little indie we got this thing coming down the line those are always fun but we're nearing the end of a generation show me those hits you haven't shown me a hit in a while sony the last hits show me these hits and this is gonna be it this is gonna be like their last great blockbuster i think
0: hmm you remember blockbuster Get some mounds at the front. <laughs> Get some uh snow caps. Get some snow caps before I rent uh Joe Dirt for the third time. Little
1: little butterfinger bits.
0: <laughs> What's the next thing?
1: Uh we're gonna talk about what we're playing. Kevin, talk to me real quick. Uh I've seen you on these hot streaks over at twitch.tv slash the red herb. What have you been playing over there? It was very natural. You yeah. Could, you could do a Doritos commercial. <laughs> yeah, why Doritos?
0: Hey man, what are you doing there, Shroud? I'm just eating my cool ranch Doritos. That's pretty cool that you do that on Twitch.tv/Shroud. Shroud.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't say it's that on the nose, but nah, dude. I can make I can make a living out it's of it. It's pretty good. It's yeah. pretty
0: good. You know they're making a new Goosebumps series, are they? Yeah, like a new. Is it on? I think it's on either Disney Plus or Netflix. I can't figure it okay. out. I know that all these streaming companies are just like preying on my wallet, like uh, like hyenas finding a baby. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I, I want to say baby dingo, but yeah, I went yeah. hard. I'm sorry. Uh what have I been playing on stream? Yes. Sir, I've been playing a lot of Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Wow. I got back into it. I saw some Valhalla advertising and I said, Oh shit, I didn't finish that Odyssey. I it was a half Odyssey. It was uh it was the Iliad, it wasn't an Odyssey. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was right? that Homer like double feature, you know. Right,
0: that's what I'm saying. So I felt like, hey, let me jump back into that. And it was a good decision. It was a good decision. I've been having a lot of fun. I remembered, well, like, yeah, I really love this game. I think the reason I broke off was because um, it's forever. Yeah. It's forever, and it feeds into... So I'm a completionist. Mm -hmm. I know that about me. I'm 30 years old, and I'm willing to admit, as a gamer, I'm a completionist. So Ubisoft games both give me what I want and also drive me crazy. Yes. Because every question mark on that map... I want to go see what it is. I want to get that little unlock. I want to get like, oh, you got 400 XP. And I'm just like, yeah, it feels good.
1: I want to unlock another tower, what? see another site, see another right. hidden location. I think the same thing happened to you with, uh, the Witcher, right? Where completionist fit, like fever <sighs> hit. And you're like, I got to see it all. got to do it all. I got fatigued. And it's like when you've already been doing it for sixty hours, because you probably put this game down last at what sixty plus hours?
0: Jan, yeah, in January twenty nineteen <laughs> was the last time that I played Assassin's so Creed a Odyssey. Yeah, I, my trophy list tells me the story, the audit trail. Oh. Um, and I picked it up again, and yeah, i I, I love it. You know, you know what? <laughs> this is weird. I've never admitted this to you. <laughs> oh,
1: whoa, hey, should I get close? This is a safe. Let's room get real close to first, Mike.
0: You remember that game that came out last year, the Hideo Kojima masterpiece, Death Stranding?
1: Oh yeah, with such hits by Low Roar. In fact, I think every hit
0: in that game was by Low Roar. But the hard thing about that game, and it's what made a lot of people bounce off, is the fact that it is kind of arduous. Its mechanics are, let's say, laborious in some ways, but it feels like those, hey, I get through the monotony and and then I get a reward. Some people said no.
1: This yeah for did, some people it's boring as fuck they did this like, game did not give me that
0: so what it's done is where you know how a lot of people find most open world games really repetitive deaf stranding somehow makes other open world games feel very exciting
1: yes that's true <laughs> in
0: comparison which is not a knock on deaf stranding but is a knock on deaf stranding <laughs> to be honest with you
1: listen you can say it you have the right you, yeah you got the platinum yeah i got stranding, the platinum which is i can't even believe we're having this conversation that that happened i know Uh, That was a lot of zip lines.
0: There was so many zips.
1: There is a labor to that world, a methodology. You're building a world. You're recolonizing it. Whereas Assassin's Creed Odyssey is like, well, you know, we try to be serious with previous Assassin's Creed stories. Try to tell, like, a real story with it. This one is just going to be a fun Greek adventure. Just have fun with it. Go balls to the wall. It's like this awesome sandbox of side quests and combat and just really, like... Interesting scaled events, like something so small as like a character interaction, right, or something so large as like you know fucking up cultists or fighting sharks you fought sharks i fought a
0: lot of it's sharks like, in you know, my day brother wild uh, yeah it, it's the right amount of pulpy because it it just it doesn't take itself too seriously because that it's based off of these kind of greek stories that had that sense of like humor and fun and then they're grim and tragic in some also ways grandiose. but it had this tapestry of it right it's what makes me a little kind of disappointed with valhalla because that game looks like super dour to yeah. be honest with you in comparison but this game's a lot of fun cassandra's a great character uh, I don't know anything about Alexios, <laughs> but sorry. He's there. He's there. Yeah. He exists for some people. What a weird half brain statement, right? <laughs> Where it's just like, some people enjoy Alexios. Some people enjoy Cassandra.
1: You know, the people who die by Alexios, right? Do they really? Well, it's, it's the, the gamer guys who are very stodgy about like not playing as a girl. Okay. okay you you know?
0: know what? You know what? I, I, I tried true. to play middle of the road, you know, to be a safe podcaster, but fuck it, Cassandra's better cassandra is
1: better it almost seems like they wrote her better too they put a lot more like thought and care into her character all of the care interacts with the world she is
0: amazing she is the only she should be on the cover i don't i shouldn't have to flip to get to cassandra on yeah. the cover of the of the case or, or okay? with
1: valhalla right where it's like oh well the male is gonna be on the cover but you can get a female statuette and it's like no put her on the cover just put her on the cover. <laughs> put both on the cover. Why are we still having this conversation? About I don't know. This? Like, they, no, they did this with Mass Effect 3 as well, and it's like, come on, like right. why, why can't you have two editions?
0: Although, sadly, the metrics do show that Alexios has chosen way more uh, than Small Kasimundra. Brains. I d- no 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 no, <laughs> no, 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 no no not small brains come on sorry man. I'm, t- I'm tired i'm tired come on seat. man we're gonna be the diplomacy sure. in these hard times i right? i know you're not <laughs> this is my sunday you you negotiate like bruce willis does in the fifth element <laughs> let me tell you what you come in there and you shoot aliens right in the fucking head i know this about you i know this about you. have you never seen the fifth element you look no i just confused. thought it
1: was funny how like he's both in a movie called the fifth element and the sixth sense
0: uh-huh
1: i just that's that was that realization in my head
0: He's also in the full nine yards.
1: (laughs) A lot of numbered movies.
0: Damn. Did we miss seven and eight with that guy?
1: Maybe. (laughs) Gotcha.
0: We'll get there. Yeah. Assassin's Creed. (laughs) (laughs) I hate you. (laughs) So I've been having a good time and I actually like the side quests in the game a lot. Um, There's a lot of them. The game is really overstuffed. I'm not surprised that Valhalla responded to that criticism and made the game like smaller in scope because this game is forever forever yeah but i'm okay with this one being forever forever but that's not to say that i always want that from games i don't need them to be a hundred hours I to don't. be good okay but this one is fine because i feel like it's one of those games that i have enjoyed the fact that i was like hey i got really down with it in 2018 mm-hmm. played a bit in 2019 came back to it in 2020 and guess what a good game's always good
1: that's what you always say <laughs> a good game's always good, good game's always good I would almost prefer, and I don't know if this is me in my old age, but instead of a like Doubtably. evergreen, hundred hour plus experience, like I don't need a forever game. If you give me a shorter game with replay value, that's all I need. Yeah. Like I respect replay value out of a game. Overwatch. Think about how like is Overwatch like really a big game? No, it's like you know, a set of multiplayer maps and modes, and that's really it. But like there's replay loops that. Resident Evil 2 remake, 3 remake, all those games really. It's like the campaigns are short enough, but like you give me reasons to go back. I don't need a game just to have, like, 100 side quests, you know? And that's that's actually a part of my, my hmm. uh, worry and trepidation with Cyberpunk 2077, where I feel like they're just going to jam-pack it and make it big for bigness' sake. Like, the, I don't need that bloated experience all the time, you know? I like a little more real-than-experience. So I respected control. That's why I expect respected um, Jedi Fallen Order, mm-hmm. you know? Tight on the reins. More of a focused story with beats in between, you know, that colored.
0: maybe, Maybe publishers just got, like, confused or nervous at the idea of, like, fans saying, like, oh... I don't feel like I'm getting my $60 worth unless it's like a 60-hour experience. That's a valid criticism and concern, right? Sure, maybe. I mean, but it's really hard to measure, like, the The worth worth of sixty dollars, the game by time and enjoyment, because there's so much subjectivity involved in that. Like, you can't science that out. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So, yeah, that's a hard argument where it's like, well, this is like a fucking seven-hour game and I paid 60 bucks. And it's like, yeah, I get that, man. But, like, you know, that's kind of how gaming goes. Did you enjoy your time during that? That's usually my measure. (laughs) So... Maybe that's it, you know. So these EA and shit and companies like Ubisoft are just like, they want the open world <laughs> games, man. They keep on saying, I need to be having fucking a hundred hours of enjoyment, and I'm willing to spend forty dollars on a season pass to get a hundred more hours of enjoyment. You know, I
1: mean, the dollar speaks, right? They do it because we we pay for it. We've, mm-hmm. we've kinda, we we kind of we kind of feed into it. It's a fucked up system to begin with, right? Like they should release like full games. And not I mean, that ads. world makes sense Blue. if
0: the only game you ever play is going to be that game one game. 100 yeah. hour game. Like I can understand
1: people who play WoW and have subscription services and buy all that add on content. Like that is your only game mm-hmm. usually. Uh, it, it monopolizes your time. Uh, but not every gamer is like that, you know. I, yeah. I don't need five games of service to fill a year. I just need games. Like sometimes I need to move from the one game to the next. You know, because there's so many good games out there. Uh, and I think it's perfectly respectable for, for developers no, knowing no one to reel it in. And it, I don't know, Valhalla, like, the setting is going to be dope. And I don't doubt that they're going to make the right choices for that game. Because Ubisoft's making good decisions with that franchise. I can't say every franchise, but definitely Assassin's Creed. Talk about walk Talks? <laughs> I don't know. Like, it sounds interesting, right? Like,
0: Marcus should be back.
1: Sure. Yeah, the the whole non-protagonist thing is, we're all the protagonists? Like, no. No, what is this? V for Vendetta? Get the I, fuck off.
0: <laughs> I would have been fine if that was, like, the successor to part one, where they're, like, it's the, a yeah. non-protagonist, because the guy, Aiden Pierce, was basically a non-protagonist in my mind. <laughs> but yeah. I love Marcus, and I love his dead set crew, so that's why I'm a little disappointed.
1: Yeah, I mean, and there's gonna be interesting ideas, like, permadeath? Like, that's kind of weird and fun for that series.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. I don't know. I've never really gotten down on a game where there's permadeath, to be honest with you. You
1: don't play a lot of, like, tactical games, huh? No. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, like, Final Fantasy, like... Uh, I have a lizard Final day. Fantasy Tactics does that, Fire Emblems, all, like, all, all those games do it, so... I mean, that's kind of a neat loop, but, like, you feel terrible the second you make a bad decision. That's the thing. Yeah. That's the thing. You feel like you fucked it up.
0: I'm going to yeah, I'm going to get that shock to my core. Where I'm just like, "Oh no. What could have been?" You know, I I, I don't like that.
1: I, I felt it when when we played Fire Emblem. I'm stuck Emblem. in the past,
0: Daniel. I can't do that. <laughs>
1: you Can't do that. Can't do that. What's when we played Fire Emblem Heroes, uh the Maso game? Uh, or is that just Warriors?
0: Is that? I think I think it's just Fire Emblem Warriors. Yeah, that
1: so. one had a, a permadeath uh, system too, and I fucking felt it when we lost characters on the it battlefield. Me sad. It made me really sad. I was
0: really upset because like I unlocked that character and was like, "Oh, that's a dope character. Where 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 are they?" <laughs> <laughs> that shit sucked. I don't no, like Permadeath, actually. No, I don't like it. Hmm. I don't want to lose anybody, Daniel. Well, then keep playing your
1: Assassin's Creed Odyssey.
0: <laughs> what if you played a Don- Donkey Kong 64 at Permadeath? I lose Lanky?
1: Oh, my God. You think I could take that? No, you couldn't traverse through half the world. Like, yeah, if, if so the game characters. gets
0: worse and worse yeah. as characters die. It's just like life. <laughs> when you
1: lose people, why do you want that? <laughs> sorry. Like variety. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Um, so, so given your time spent with Assassin's Creed Odyssey and like the fact that it's kind of like a re-return for you, right? Do you think you'll spring for, for the DLC and keep going with it? I want to. Yeah.
0: I want to. And it's weird because there's a sale going on right now where the entire definitive edition is like 25 bucks.
1: I bought it for, for 25.
0: Yeah. But the (laughs) season pass is still 40 bucks by itself. And I'm like, what? yeah i guess monetarily it makes sense if i just buy the game again but there's something just like the principle of it feels so wrong to me i don't want to do that daniel i don't want to do that (laughs) okay i want to know that i'm just buying the addition to the game i already fucking. (laughs) you don't want to buy the
1: game a second time so
0: now i just gotta wait for a sale on the season pass or whatever but then again like why why get ahead of myself the last time i did this was the witcher 3 and i've never played that dlc that i purchased
1: Never. Did you start it? Like any of it? No? Wow. No.
0: Okay. It took me three years to beat the game.
1: To be fair, a lot of DLC is like that for me. Like I bought... I actually bought two separate Assassin's Creed DLCs for Syndicate and Origins. Didn't play either of them. Uh, I bought the Season Pass for... Oh, what is that game? Dark Souls 3. Haven't played either of those uh, DLCs. Ashes of Arendelle or The Ring City. Oh, wow.
0: Well, actually, me neither. Um, I hear The Ring City is really cool.
1: It's just weird. The prospect of DLC, unless I really, really want it in the moment. Like, I'm usually like, I could probably wait on it because I know I'm not going to play it. Right.
0: It it has to either feel like a natural extension of the game itself, so it doesn't feel like a chore to also get through, like, or it's got to be an interesting subversion of the game, kind of like RE Seven did, right? Sure. Where you're playing as a uh, Joe uh, Baker, and it's yeah. all it's all melee, where the rest of the game is yeah, where we you're playing game. as uh,
1: his his yeah. Uh... What's what's his name? His brother. His brother, yeah. His brother from the swamp. (laughs) You got this fucking melee fist. Uh, You're like Doomfist out in the swamp.
0: Exactly. It was so. That was fun.
1: That was a really fun DLC. And then you had like, like it
0: it just stands out, just like uh, the Tiny Tina uh, DLC from Borderlands too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's why, like, apparently, I don't know. I guess if it's an open world game, it's also harder because it's like, what if you didn't beat the main game? Yeah, that's That's me with Assassin's Creed. I'm just like, oh shit, I'm, I'm, I'm like. Biting off more than I'm able to chew.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So. But you're gonna go for the platinum, right? At least
0: that's what I've told myself. <laughs> um, Talk myself up to. We'll we'll see. We'll see if that uh if I land that one because there is some pretty arduous time uh intensive ones. But we'll see. We'll see.
1: I'll,
0: I'll keep you up to date on Assassin's
1: Creed. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure My I'll friend. see it over on the on the Twitch probably I'll this you know. weekend again. Yeah. I'll,
0: I'll ring the platinum bell <laughs> and all of the apartment can hear it.
1: It's really just us yelling across our like nine. 100 square foot apartment. Pop that plot. Potter. Pop
0: that plot. Plot. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been playing, Doggy Dog? What do you want to talk about?
1: A little bit of this. A little bit of that. I'm still on that, like, uh, JRPG high, uh, following Ooh. Final Fantasy VII Remake, uh, which... Again, can't believe it's only really been a month since that game came out. Yep. Uh, I miss it so. <laughs> um, but so, <laughs> It didn't go anywhere. No, uh, it's, still it's, still, it's, still, it's still there. It's still there. It's still there. It's still there. But coming off like the high of that, I was like, all right, I'm going to keep playing more Final Fantasy. I, I've talked about on two episodes already. I was playing uh, 7 on my Switch, which it's cool to finally get to the part where I'm past where the remake is confined to. Like getting out into the open world and going to like... Uh, calm and Nibelheim, and seeing like these flashback sequences, and just thinking, damn, like I really can't wait to see them do this with the next installment. Like, I can't wait to see what else is, is gonna happen, mm-hmm. uh, and imagine where that game is gonna like span. Um, and then you know, you fl- can look it up on Wikipedia, probably, probably. Yeah. And then playing a bit of like Final Fantasy Nine has been cool too. Um, but my, my main, Ooh. my main meat and potatoes for that has been Final Fantasy X on stream, which has been, I think, five or six streams that I've done over the last three weeks can i get it on
0: the record again is final fantasy 10 your favorite is it your favorite uh, i think
1: so okay i think so i don't know i always kind of flip flop where i'm like nine on one day is my favorite then 10 and now someday is final fantasy 7 remake wow but in my heart of hearts i i do believe it's 10
0: is it changing because you're aging or what
1: i think it's just my needs changed too. like (laughs) final fantasy 7 remake is my type of game like fucking to the letter like that sort of combat got system. that bottle
0: shape you look got that for. bottle
1: shape hits that <laughs> hits every spot of the daniel g spot like fucking rocks my d-pad there we go i there know you is. i know, there's, you, there's, I know you go too
0: far <laughs> it took us an hour, five minutes, <laughs> i know you got would. there guys i knew you would um
1: but but tennis is just it's got this charm it's got this classic. is uh, classic final classism <laughs> <laughs> so it's got this classic a little bit of classism not that 12 yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's got this classic Final Fantasy X uh, feel to it that we haven't really gotten in a in a really long time, and it's it's really cool to play it on stream because people celebrate. It. They have a lot of fun watching it. It's it's been a blast. Notice that playing this game to people who are Final Fantasy fans or like maybe have kept up with the the series or maybe haven't played one since then. Like I've had a few people be like, oh, I haven't played a Final Fantasy since this came out. Like I'm like that's kind of cool to hear.
0: I haven't played that one since
1: it came out. Yes. Yeah. Are you gonna play it? I bought soon? it.
0: Yeah? I did buy it um i do want to play it at some point i i think um for some reason going from final fantasy 7 to assassin's creed felt like a natural extension to me because i was like sure. i was like this game was almost open world but a little confined and then like, i think i was craving to be like let let unleashed into the world and so this this big oceanic epic is
1: right of sure. my alley i think i went the opposite way with it where i was like okay Final Fantasy 7 is a very labor-intensive, button-mashy type game. Very, like, in-the-moment. You're fucking crab-clawing that controller. But, like, I needed something a little more passive where I'm like, okay, I can be kind of lighter <laughs> on the good. sticks and just kind of enjoy it. And mm-hmm. Final Fantasy X is kind of like that stroll through, like, you know, one of my favorite games of all time. And
0: kind of makes it the perfect stream game because you can, like, it's good. you can honestly good just be that. like, hey, it's very minimal um, inputs that you have to do to, to play it.
1: Yeah. And I mean, honestly, if you're in the middle of a battle, you can manage the chat too, because it's the turn-based system locks characters, where it's like, nothing's going to happen until you hit that next action. So, right, right right, um, right, right. But it's been cool. It's been cool re-experiencing the, the story beats. I th- I'm more than halfway through the game at this point. Um, I'm undoubtedly going to go for the Platinum, which I don't think I'm going to fully do on stream. I think at a point, like, when I beat the game, that's when I'll finally take off the the training wheels and just be like, okay, cool, I'm going to play this like in my downtime.
0: What's that? Um, hard. What's that hardness look like on the Platinum, man?
1: Oh, it's hard. You have to fight, like, Dark Summons. You have to fight Penance. You have to fight Nemesis. Uh, you have to fight all these, like, crazy creations. Do all these beast hunts. Get every Celestial weapon. It's, it's a time sink. And the reason I didn't do it on uh, PS3 back, like, in, I don't know, 2013 was because I would just didn't want to do that at the time it was too much time to, to want to put into it but yeah. now now i'm feeling it um i think the hardest trophy though for me is going to be uh winning a blitzball match i think <laughs> it's gonna be the hardest one. I've never won a blitzball match in my life wait wait wait, wait. didn't
0: you get the ject kick
1: <laughs> i got the jet kick. you got the ject kick <laughs> <laughs> i finally uh made my papa proud papa jacked papa jacked from the past <laughs> <laughs> who's also the future dad who's also Sin. If Jack is sin, is sin is Jacked.
0: I mean, we're all sin to a degree, but that one's a big whale that That kills planets
1: or whatever. It's a whale of a time, I'm telling you. That's that's (laughs) what I'm having with Final Fantasy X. You're having a whale of a time. That that, should be on the box. It really should. (laughs)
0: Like it needs to have like the who's the artist that does all the work? Like you need (laughs) Yeah, we need a tinfoil version of like his beautiful artwork on a silver background, and then your fucking quote. (laughs) It's a whale of a time. The save room.
1: I hope that's my legacy to video games. I really hope Truly. so. I, oh it's God. engraved
0: like it's on a ring. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my God. Well, I, I can't wait to keep going with it. Uh, yeah. Dave is also playing it alongside me too. Cause I, I, as an influencer, like when we play games, people are also like, maybe I'll get back into this. And this is one that he started rolling hard into. As an influencer. We've never been to TwitchCon. con. No, but we've gotten people to play video games.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess so. That's about
1: it. I don't need to convince somebody to go to a con. I don't even want to go to a con.
0: Is that co-op corrosion? cooperation cooperation Co- Co- hmm. corp- it's yeah.
1: something it's something um otherwise outside of final fantasy 10 that means you um, have to stop talking about that path <laughs> it's, gonna, <laughs> it's something it's something <laughs> it's cut it off right there um, i'll save the, the the big thing that i'm playing i also did yep. jump into that sale that you mentioned that i got assassin's creed odyssey uh for 25 bucks for mm. i also got child of light uh, i got mkxl with all of the all <laughs> the fucking the meaty content for six bucks dude <laughs> Six bucks a game You'd be crazy not to buy it
0: it's got all the characters, right?
1: All the characters. Yo. Yeah. And you always say that's like one of the best.
0: It's got, the, it's got a really yeah. good cast. Yeah.
1: And then I got, um, injustice 2, ultimate gods amongst men, amongst gods. She edition, whatever it is. You're
0: going on a, a digital spree. Yeah.
1: I, I told myself, you know, I haven't bought a video game since FF seven remake. Let me buy 10. Well, let me splurge on myself. Yeah. Jesus. It was still less than $60. Really? Yeah. I saved like $150 in that total sale. Oh, fuck. It was okay. kind of nuts. All right. Um, But I played a little bit of Injustice 2 last night, and uh, I had kind of a fun time with it uh, once I got out of the tutorials. Yeah. Um, I don't really know what the story is, because the last time I played Injustice 1 was back when Game Pass was a thing. It was my first ever free trial game from Game Pass, and I got a little bit into the story... But I never saw it through. So like half the shit that's happening, I don't really understand what's going on. I'm like, wait, why is Superman like on on the same side as Harley Quinn? Why why are they fighting? What's what's the civil war amongst them? I really don't care. But like, what's his civil war? Yeah, because yeah, it does the, the same. It's Marvel. That, it does the same thing that Mortal Kombat does, where it's like there's this continued uh narrative between the games and if you miss something you miss it but they still do the thing where it's like here's the narrative beat and now you're fighting this person yeah um so that part's always fun i love fighting like getting me like playing as batman fucking fighting superman and did you
0: try any of the the dlc characters
1: no i haven't oh because it's got
0: ninja turtles man that's part of why
1: i bought it Fuck. it came with nine characters four of which i imagine are the turtles
0: is there are they separate or are they like a together i situation? feel like they counted
1: them as separate characters
0: okay well that's actually yeah. cool
1: That's it's not cool. and then what Raiden, playing? sub-zero
0: is it sub-zero i'll buy so. it now if it's sub-zero uh i think it was because the first one was scorpion mm-hmm. and then there's also um oh i think like sorceress or whatever You might be right. Might be from Suicide Squad.
1: Oh, no. Enchantress.
0: Enchantress. I'm
1: sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Still from Suicide Squad. Yeah, exactly. And then, oh, what was the one that I was really excited about? Hellboy. 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 Voiced by Ron Perlman, from what I can tell. That's crazy. That man is like 900.
1: (laughs) Still out there doing it, though. He's still doing it. Could have gotten David Harbour, but I guess they didn't want to really acknowledge that. We don't need to go down that road. we don't need to do that. Ever That's the darkest timeline.
0: (laughs) Have you seen that? No. You're doing a good job.
1: Did you see that in theaters? Or, I saw or it like a plane. on an airplane. I okay. saw it on an airplane, <laughs> yeah, and I wish I had. <laughs> I wish I had just gone to sleep. <laughs> was that on your way back from like Ireland, or? <laughs> yes, it was actually
0: because okay. I watched like a chain of four movies, including the first Creed. Wow, uh, Creed's good. Hellboy terrible. Hellboy
1: bad. <laughs> Hellboy bad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wouldn't recommend them in a DVD double pack. <laughs> true, true,
1: true. <laughs> um, well, Injustice two, I would recommend, um, oh. and I, I, I'm excited to play it with you. I maybe you'll get Wanna it. find me? It, yeah, it was. Let's get back into a fighting game together. You want this smoke? This is an official save room challenge. I challenge you to injustice too. Oh, <laughs> here we go. So
0: he does indeed want this smoke. <laughs>
1: I want the smoke. People. All right. Well, Kevin delivers. Yeah. Because I think you bought it, but then you like sold it back, and you haven't really played it since sold it came it. out, right? No. Yeah. No. I'm traded it up. in, if you will. I traded it. You can't trade. We don't do anymore. that anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's no curbside
0: that. pickup for video games. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So might as well just get them digital anyway. Uh, cool. But Daniel, I, I want to hear about and yeah, I will. I will give you this smoke. I will give you this smoke. Daniel, I want to hear about what game that you're really playing, that you've dedicated how many hours so far?
1: Uh, probably eighteen. Eighteen hours. Yeah. Okay. That's eighteen hours of like combined hey. gameplay. I think sixteen of those hours have been me just watching it. Uh, <laughs> I've been playing a shit ton, a Persona Five Royale. Royal the royal i said what i said you said what you said I said said what i said okay Okay. and this is not even going to be a year wrong like people will back me on this at us at save room show say like hey he got it right it is royal (laughs) you know can't argue with him
0: man um we don't want trouble here all right
1: so this is this is a weird this is gonna be a weird conversation for me right okay and i'll I'll be completely like forthright about how i feel about this game (laughs) nervous Um, in a way that isn't quite you know derisive um but i i always wanted to get into persona hard i played a little bit of persona 3 on ps2 but i never like committed to the whole thing yeah cool fun little gimmick you know shoot yourself in the head there's personas boom 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 fun little game didn't really understand it really haven't played many shin Megami tensei games
0: this was my first too
1: yeah the only like sort of atlas game that i played like that was catherine and i don't know if that's necessarily like in a shared world Um, but it's similar in style like you have like nighttime gameplay loops and daytime gameplay loops and it's all cyclical every time you fucking sit down with it this game is is different because obviously you know it's a a jrpg it's not a puzzle game um and i i like a lot of its approach i just wish it would let me play it more so kind of overhead persona 5 royale it adds extra characters uh extra semester more personas more confident tiers um You have, like, an all-out attack you can do. They kind of minimize, like, the sort of things that restricted you in the world. Um, You have a little more freedom at night. You don't just have to go to bed all the time. You can actually explore and get out there and do stuff. There's, like, a training area. There's, like, a spa. There's a jazz club. So all this other stuff that they added to kind of, like, you know... Give it some more oomph. Mm. My thing is, I've never played it, so I don't know what's new. It's all like I have no idea what's new. It's all all. just
0: Persona Five. It's literally all just Persona Five. That's interesting, actually. So,
1: like, to see the opening beats and to kind of see like the new character Kasumi in it, I'm like, this is an awesome cutscene. But I don't know if this was the original cutscene because why would she have been in it? (laughs) You know, huh? Like, because she wasn't introduced in the game like that.
0: Very interesting.
1: So it's like almost like this representation of the game, and it's 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 interesting. I haven't ever played a game like that that's already had kind of an identity and has a second one now with like newer people coming onto it i'm enjoying it i think the combat system is really fucking good i don't think i've played a, a jrpg that felt quite like it it's really unique in its turn-based approach it feels very tactile you're doing things in the moment like you know shooting you're shooting guns and building persona attacks and like uh there's a baton chain attack you can do where like if you, I think that's new where if you get a character or an enemy down so far and they hit a weakness if you hit R1 or R2 it chains the attack to the other character you high five and then they get in there and they do another attack and you can keep doing that until you build up to an all out attack where you go all in and just fucking do a finisher move with the whole party
0: I think that was in the original but I'm I haven't yeah. played it in so long I couldn't even tell I, I would feel much like you do walking in and being like is this new or was this always there?
1: I, I had to do a brief read up because I was curious. I just didn't really huh. know and I th- that's one of the things that they said they added was like this all-out attack and I'm like, oh this is this is kind of cool. Like I really yeah. fucking dig on that. And it, it sucks cuz I dig on that so much. I really like like being in worlds like Mementos or being in the palaces, kind of those dungeon-crawly, combat-ridden spots. But the game makes you pace so differently because it's like, okay, we're actually trying to tell this like really long sprawling story. It takes place over the span of three fucking school semesters. Ooh. You're going to be there for a while. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they want you to build relationships. They want you to meet characters. They want you to do chores. They want you to build skills. They want you to do all these textbook JRPG things. And it's fine and I like it, but I wish it would respect my time a little more it, in, It's in some like regards. a
0: manga simulator.
1: Th- that's that's what it is. It's like a sim with RPG elements. And I think that's, it, I mean, it's really light in terms of game. And I think people really like that and the people who are into the sort of like you know sim games it feeds that that, that need wholly like, but where are you at with it where am I at with it I mean I like en- it I'm enjoying it I just like like I said the cutscenes are cool I just wish I didn't spend like I'll sit down with it for two hours and maybe an hour and a half of that is me just listening to dialogue or <sighs> like lightly walking around the school and reading and doing stuff and like it's it's cool but like I'm always kind of waiting to like okay you know I've, I've made a week pass when am i going to go back to the palace when am i going to go to momentous when am i going to get to fight you know and keep leveling and and, and work that meta because that shit's really cool like the that combat is like really really neat to me and it's got a lot of pizzazz and style uh, yeah
0: i do remember and this is part of the reason why i put the game down as much as cool as i thought it was i'm not typically a turn-based guy but i yeah. think that it's so unique in that game that i can't help but enjoy it when i play that yeah but I think what turned me off was like the beginning third of the game is so much like stop, start, stop, start, take over the control away from the control or player to just like tell you story yeah that you don't get to get, you know, jump into a the mechanical gameplay loop of like, oh, let me go in and grind out in a dungeon as much as I, I think that does happen eventually. I'm sure where it opens up and you really have freedom of choice, like more so than you do at the beginning, but that you got to work for it. Basically.
1: I like kind of seeing it like loosen up the tutorial wheels a little bit where it's like, okay, cool. You've earned enough confidence with the, the man who owns the cafe that's like took you in at LeBlanc. And now you can go out and, and do stuff at night. You can go eat like the, this burger and try and break a record. Or you can go to the hot spas or you can go to the fucking batting cages. You can do stuff and it's, it is neat, but like again, like I like that stuff. I just don't like having to sit through dialogue where like a character explains something to me that literally just happened, and then the next character explains what they just explained. I'm just like, yeah, I get it. It's a little redundant. You're beating me over the head with it, sure. um, and it's fine. You know that that is what it is. If that's their approach for it, I've never played one of these games before. Um, otherwise, I do think it's like super charming. I think Joker and his band of Phantom Thieves are like a really cool group. I'm liking characters way more than I thought that I would on just like face value, like characters like, you know, on Takami or Morgana or like Ryuji Joker. And then knowing still that there's still like at least 10 characters that I haven't met, mm-hmm. some of which will be in my party. Like, that's really cool. Like, so there's still so much more promise to it. Um, it's just, I have to stick with it if I want the whole thing.
0: Let me ask you something. <laughs> Do you think you would like enjoy the game a bit more if you were able to like, you know, play it on the switch for instance, like, you know, you can be on your back and playing it and going through those more passive elements of the game and, like, have something on in the background? Maybe, or Maybe. Or do you or do you like that it's like, ah, uh, full attention, got to pay attention to, like, everything that's going on?
1: No, no, I think you're right with that, actually, because most games, when I'm playing, I'm at the edge of my bed, right? That's how I have to play a game, it's how I stay in the moment with it, it's how I maintain, like, mental acuity and accuracy, especially with games like Overwatch. But this game, I'm literally, like, I have my main light off I'm back against the headboard I'm playing under the blanket I'm leaning back and I'm just like leisurely playing it so I think that experience would probably convert well it's like the portability of the switch and I think maybe I probably would have gotten you know a better experience or a different experience that like I might have enjoyed a little more in terms of dynamism but trophies man <laughs> I'm, a tro- I'm a trophy whore it always and comes honestly back to the trophies that edition is really sick the ps4 edition of p5 royale is fucking nuts
0: yeah yeah that's actually a really dope edition i honestly i I even thought because i i walked in and i was like oh yeah this game was cool i just need to like put patience into it Mm -hmm. and however i would want to play the royal edition even though i own p5 original yeah i do want to experience like the the new features because i hear there's a lot of quality of life shit that makes it a lot less of a grind because i remember i actually had i'll admit this I actually had problems with the difficulty uh, when I was playing it on normal in the first game, and everyone tells me that royal. They're like, "Oh no, it's pretty easy on normal now." But before, you can get your ass kicked. And I even had to drop it down on the original game because I was like, "Dude, I don't want to be stuck in the same dungeon for four hours." I might have
1: gotten like a little manhandle that points on like the second to last part of uh, the first palace that you go to, but I ended up like just ended up dying. Going back to the real world, I didn't realize that you can stop in a dungeon, because, like, you basically get, like, check marks along the way that are, like, these little save rooms. Uh, Shout out to the save room. Um, Who's that? That you can actually save your progress, and they become kind of, like, quick travel points. So I was like, okay, well, I can leave the dungeon now and just quick travel to this very last part that I was just at before the final boss fight, get more items, kind of, like, re-up my my stats and and kind of go from there, and uh, I think that's really cool. Like, because basically they... Every time you go into the one, they're like, okay, prepare. Make sure you have potions, make sure you have this, make sure you have that. Because you have limited resources within, uh, based off of shit that you find off of enemies or otherwise. So if you're in there for like two hours on end, you're going to run out of potions and shit. You're going to run out of SP to do your attacks. You're going to run out of health to pull your SP attacks from as well. So it it gets rough. It is a little, it's hard at times. But um, I think I'm still so early on in the game where I haven't really felt how punishing it can be. Mm. Because I hear some of the later palaces womp ass.
0: Okay, so you've technically gotten through like the first i guess boss in the game right
1: yeah i um i beat up the perverted uh sexually assaulting gym teacher <laughs> with the booty palace oh. and the weird sex kitten uh volleyball girl and uh it's deeply disturbing um i think the phantom thieves did exactly what they needed to, to 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 steal that heart and
0: so i'm sorry I, i'm a little i'm a little away from the lore was he like possessed by something making him a uh, a, a fucking creepazoid abuser, or 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 what? Like, what happens when you defeat that boss? Is like the does the guy like in the real world go like, oh man, I'm no longer a pervert? And it's like you're still going to jail. You you did no, these so, things. So basically,
1: what happens is you possess their heart and their their treasure that they have within their palace that keeps them safe think of it as a horcrux if you will is it a Mary metaphor Daniel? it's a little bit of a metaphor so you get his medal and you end up defeating his heart and stealing it and um in the real world he just confesses i think they're still looking into it that's like the overarching okay. like, Kamashita story right now i was like well yeah that guy was really fucked up he like they put it really lightly in the game they're like oh he just like uh sexually harassed students and it's like no you sexually assaulted probably a hundred students wow <laughs> like the you you fuck some, some kids numbers, up. You fuck right? some kids up. So, yeah, that, that's kind of the whole beat. They're, they're vendettas to go out and basically. It'd be funny if they die. Oh, that, well that's their worry <laughs> I possessed your heart and squeezed it until you stopped breathing they, they have that that kind of quandary in the beginning where they're like if we steal his heart is he gonna die and they don't really know because they've never done it before right nobody's really stolen a heart from a palace it's 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 really wild but I, I
0: remember be... they get real good at it they get, they get really good they at get it.
1: good and they get crazy crazy about it somebody yeah. builds a fan site for them called the fan wow. site wow yeah
0: holy shit let me ask you another question sure do you like the really um, do you like the platforming <laughs> in the game that little so that's the jump platform something
1: they added to it too was the yeah. grappling hook they added a grappling hook they did yeah they did that's part of the royal edition the
0: fuck you what are you batman what do you mean they <laughs> added a bat grappling
1: hook <laughs> i mean you're kind of like you're a thief you're a phantom thief you better have a fucking grappling hook
0: <laughs> i mean it makes sense that wasn't always so what does it do in the game
1: can you just like you get to higher vantage points it allows you to kind of explore a little more you kind of have to, like, it's kind of like Final Fantasy VII Remake where you have to angle up in the environment and, like, a, squ- a triangle icon will kind of illuminate and you hit it and then you fucking just zip line up So, wait, to does it. it
0: make the game easier to play or is it just you're, ne- like, searching additional areas
1: now? That That I don't know. Okay. Uh, it's It would seem like you're searching additional areas or there's I don't ease of access hook. a little bit. Yeah, I don't remember a grappling hook. But the platforming is not bad. Okay. I don't know. Like,
0: okay. Uh, it, it makes you do a bit of it in the dungeons, That's and true. I know that was like kind of a frustration for some players, but like I was fine with it. I, I'm fine when games yeah. do that. It's you know it, it's that or make you run around a floor.
1: <laughs> Here's the thing, and yeah. not to shame it at all because I do think it's a it's a great game. A lot of people hail it as like their favorite PS4 game of all time. It's ranked as one of the best PS4 games. Of I mean, all it came time. out on
0: PS3. Yeah, know.
1: That well, that too, but it um, it feels dated in some of those regards where I'm doing PS2 like jumpy platforming or like. Mm in an arena or, like, dungeon that feels, like, really boxed in and, like, has its own confines. And I'm like, this doesn't feel right. It feels a little off. But I think they cover it up with, like, a lot of style. There's a lot of color and style and and pizzazz to the world. And they make it fun, you know, at least. Yeah, okay. So, but, I I mean, as a whole, I like it. I'm excited to see more characters build my party make romances steal more hearts get reputation yeah
0: are you at a romance juncture yet or no
1: I don't think I'm kind enough okay because you have to you're have a kind <laughs> enough no, enough I think enough. you have to have a level two kindness and I don't know how to do it <laughs> but I feel kind you gotta go to the batting cages more <laughs> people think you're
0: so kind if you can hit balls really well <laughs> go to the bookstore
1: my, my knowledge is really high and so is my guts because I'm reading a lot and I'm passing all of my exams uh, but <laughs> I don't I don't know how to level kindness gu-
0: what does guts affect
1: I, th- I think it's just your willingness to do things in public. So like if I read at home, this is so <laughs> What kind of
0: RNG is that?
1: <laughs> if I read at home, I only gain knowledge. But if yeah. I read in the public library at the school, because I'm seen as like that kind of shady, cool new kid me reading out in public is kind of like gutsy to the, to the system oh, of the game, so that builds guts for some reason. Uh,
0: you know what? I I did, <laughs> I did feel more popular when I used to go to Barnes and Noble.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Than when you I studied at fucking that. Piper High's uh, library. I never went to Piper High. Uh, I meant plantation. Revisionist historian <laughs> over here. <laughs> um, but it's it's a it's a good time. I'm having a lot of fun with it. Uh, I think the package is really neat and. Oh, the music. The music's really fun. Yeah. Not to mention,
0: like, it's, like,
1: kind of jazzy soul funk, and, like, it's got this, like, Japanese lilt to it it that's really (laughs) neat. And, uh, what what's the shapeshifter song? In the beneath the mask, beneath the mask, in the mirror, <laughs> same thing.
0: <laughs> beneath the mask is so good. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I love that song. Yeah, the music really stood out to me. In fact, there's a lot of times where I would just leave that game on, just like to hear when the you're music. chilling in the cafe, just to hear the music. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's so good. Fucking yeah. You're making me want to play it, but at the same time, I feel like we're both having almost the same reaction as I as I had to the original game, which is Mm -hmm. like, okay, it's long in the tooth and elements that I wish were like shorter, whereas another like somebody else would be like probably really down with it. Yeah. Probably somebody that's used to previous personas. And for us, we're coming in and just going like Dude. you know that I, kind of thing
1: I th- here's the thing right like certain games don't make me feel that way Final Fantasy 7 Remake did not make me feel that way every time I sat down with it I was super compelled to sit down with it again and again and again and again and I couldn't get enough of it and I think I feel that with this game in waves but it's just a very uneven experience right now um, I still I, I gotta see it out I'm gonna know where it's gonna go I'm gonna put like the 60 to 100 hours into it because i i want to know the full package and i again I, there's still so much i haven't seen yet like i i hear there's like 11 palaces you have three semesters there's probably 10 more characters and not
0: to mention the add-on material right isn't yeah. there like a new semester
1: yeah exactly shit so there, there's a lot to bite down on um i i feel like now you're gonna get through it it might be what you did with The Witcher and, um... Take three years to beat it? Assassin's Creed. No, not even, because, like... That's what I did with The Witcher, <laughs> It
0: took me three years to beat.
1: The the same idea of that, though, okay, where, yeah. where The Last of Us Part Two is going to come out, and sure. I'm going to drop everything for that. Like, that's going to be, like, my all-in, that I probably primarily play off-screen sp- to avoid spoilers and people being assholes and all that. Um, and also, because, like, because it is such an experience, it's almost like a personal journey that you want to kind of just experience on your own terms, right?
0: I'm not familiar with that Robert Frost poem.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. But that, that one I'm
0: probably it beautiful. It's a beautiful experience. You in a video game. It's true. Yeah, but it's that true. one I'm
1: primarily gonna, primarily going to play like offline and spend all my time with. And then when Ghost comes out, yeah, Ghost of Tsushima has my time. So like, that's going to take over. Yeah. Once those experiences come and go, then I might be like, well, if I didn't finish Persona Five, or if I don't have the Platinum, which I obviously won't, I'll go back to it. You know? Yeah, I still have a month to to fi- shake it out. You know, you're
0: all the time in the world, yeah. man.
1: I've only been playing it for a week yeah so hey man don't you don't you rush this listen this is
0: special when you lay down with a new game
1: <laughs> kevin's kindness just rose by one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh shit batting cages worked <laughs> i forget what that gives you by the way <laughs> probably just more guts
1: probably it's or yeah. proficiency proficiency like you're always oh, leveling sense. something and it's it's cool it just didn't it affect an actual melee stat that's actually pretty cool it affects a lot of your stats within the world because like too. like the lower proficiency, the less ability you have in terms of a dodging things in the world, or like mm-hmm. being able to unlock treasure chests. Um, oh, I don't like that. Kindness, locks I don't like walking up
0: of... to a door that's like, no, you're too stupid to open this yeah. door, or I'm you like, didn't no. use
1: enough proficiency to build enough lockpicks, or like with kindness, you get locked out of like romance options. Like I have to wait to hit level two before I can like take Lady on on a date. You know,
0: you can't rush that, and that's like real life. You can't rush that. You can't rush that. Yeah. We're
1: doing the slow burn. We text every night. It's gotta be just right. Yeah. <laughs> She took me out for all-you-can-eat sushi. It was pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. When you are getting those heart emojis, you know. Then you know.
1: Yeah, when she splinters off the group text and starts texting me on her own, that's when you know it's real.
0: That's when you know it's yeah. real. When she starts uh-huh. throwing
1: me, like, vines, I'm like, this is the one.
0: Oh, that's too real. That's too real. That's too real. <laughs> <laughs> that's too real. Now you're married.
1: <laughs> Yeah, I think that's that's about it. I think... Uh, it's Persona. That's Persona 5. That's the 5 that Royale. we've been, been playing. Um, yeah, dude. I think we've been playing a few other things in between. They don't matter. They don't really matter. We didn't
0: talk about Streets of Rage.
1: Okay, I'll give you my five-second elevator <sighs> here we go, here we go. pitch for Streets of Rage. It's awesome. It's really short. I wish I was still playing it.
0: You're waiting on that uh, that collector's edition. I'm I waiting know. on the collector's I edition. Don't, I don't. We yeah, sat down
1: well. and we streamed it together because um, yeah, you bought it digitally. We played
0: like a good three to four hours of it. We beat the We beat, we beat the, the game in one sitting. It's a lot of fun. It's a beautiful uh, game.
1: There's right? like 12, <laughs> 13 chapters, yeah. the, the kind of new generation storyline, which is... It kind of reminds me of um, Borderlands 3 with the um, Calypso twins where it's like there's this new generation of twins who are like, you know, the the offspring of the original boss you fight. And I'm like, okay, sure, you didn't really need to like have a continuity between the games like that, but it's cool that the the world is shared. And when you get those (laughs) legacy characters within the game, it's really cool. Like when you unlock Adam or like other characters along the way, you're like, shit, there's a really like special game here. It's built with a lot of love. It's really like intentional in its design Mm -hmm. and everything. And I, I I'm really blown away with what they did. It's, it's really great. It it was was worth the wait. Yeah. It's, it's great. I just
0: have not wanted to, play it by myself at all yeah
1: it's a co-op game like i wanted to play a sure. co-op and
0: it's like yeah we, we've been playing different things final fantasy of course and stuff yeah. like that but we'll, we'll get back to it we'll,
1: we'll, we'll circle back, back on when mine finally comes in mm-hmm. the mail i'll probably circle back we'll, to it hard
0: listen we waited 16 years we got a little taste we'll get back to we'll it we'll get back to it we'll get back to
1: it but let's land this um we thank you guys for listening if you didn't know where the save room you can find us um over at soundcloud.com slash the save room show iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, fucking everywhere. Whoa! Uh, you know where to find us on stream. Um, thank you guys lately, actually, for the the support and feedback and good times, both on on both of our respective streams.
0: A lot of good positivity it, going on. It's around, been cool, man. like
1: bringing new people in, seeing people like sure. fucking, you know, make monsters, big bearded Al. Omni, Jerry Bear, Coconut Arcade, all these people who are like really like ingrained in the Twitch community and kind of like spreading that love or the the new people like, you know, Cork of Mm -hmm. Art uh, from, you know, Netflix and Chills.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, Netflix and Chills is such a cool thing that that she's been doing forever where she watches like old horror movies, black and white horror films and and streams side by side. But she's been using the new Prime Now thing. Oh, that's cool. Or not Prime Now, but whatever, the Prime Watch Along, Mm -hmm. which I got invited to. Uh, Apparently you can't do it on mobile. Like it's only desktop. Yeah, right it's now. weird. Yeah, it's weird. They need they need to work out some um some some bugs and shit with that. Or or maybe actually it's more design
1: that I'm just like yeah eh,
0: could be a little more yeah like the UI front. was
1: really like off putting. It was goofy.
0: You. It was a little goofy. But it, listen, it's like just came out. So that, we'll see. That's true. Yep. That's
1: true. But like all that to say, it's it's been yep. cool building a community community with you guys and hanging out and you make our streams like really fun. Like yeah whether we're doing the all day sprawls on Final Fantasy Fridays or Kevin streaming till one A. M. Like it's like it's cool to have you guys. It it's happen. like we're in very unique times right now. A lot of people are inside cooped up and don't have like stimulation or, or social interactions and like I'm I'm glad we can kind of give you guys that and break up the monotony of, of your days. You know? And
0: likewise for, yeah. for you guys. And also big shout out to Grave Gamer TV, GG Kovolt. Uh you need to check out his channel. He's got a really cool production thing going on. His overlays fucking sick. His his streams are fun as hell and he's bringing in that big positivity. I'm actually be, be doing some streams with him too. We're going to be playing Literally every Resident what are you going to
1: play? Resident Evil Resistance? We're playing Resistance, dude. <laughs> I
0: said I wouldn't get back into it, but well. I was like, god damn it, we don't have enough horror co-op games that I'm willing to play. That's true. I'll at least play this. Right? Jill's in it now. Jill's in it now. Yeah. Nemesis is in it now. Uh, Nikolai is a mastermind that controls Nemesis. That's cool. Uh, could, could be, I never like playing as a mastermind. Some sure. people do. I just like shooting things, man. You know, listen, brain, like I said, listen, brain <laughs> like call <of> duty. <laughs> yeah. But he, he's been really cool. He's been jumping, jumping in and keeping, keeping that good times alive too.
1: He's gone all in. Like I, so all in. Th- this man, I've, I've known him for, for a really long time. Known him since we were, we, we've been in high school. We were in a band together, all this shit. And, um, he, goes all in for projects. He has this like kind of cool workflow mind and really goes all in as a creative. And when he sets his mind out to do something, he fucking does it. Like yep. his overlays, his, his whole street set up, his emotes, the stuff he's doing is, is really cool. And I, I'm proud of him with, with the work that he's put in there. And it's cool that he wants to give that, that love back to you. And you know, that was a good interviews. poem too. Yeah. So
0: that was a beautiful poem. <laughs> <laughs> by Robert Frost, by Robert Frost.
1: <laughs> a tale of two grave gamers. <laughs>
0: All right. But yeah, man, we just want to give that shout out. Thank you guys for listening to another save room plays. It is a tapestry of confusion and video
1: games. And that's, uh, that's what it's about right now. Sitting down to edit these. I never know what I'm going to come back to.
0: I don't. I don't even know how you touch this without putting on uh, some fucking gloves first. <laughs> Getting in there and making sure the radioactive energy doesn't like hurt you during
1: the edit. Well, I can't get them through FedEx, UPS, or Amazon, so it doesn't matter. That's true. That's <laughs> true. You can.
0: Well, yeah, you can. Guy, <laughs> order some masks, man. That's true. Put one on. Start grinding away on a garage, man. Yeah. All right, guys, let's land it. It's done.
1: Fucking land it. Good night, sick discount. You
0: want a high five? Um. Wait, 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 wait. From a distance. No, no, no. Yes, high five. Yeah. And then. On Hawkman.
1: Oh, we're gonna we're gonna do a hawk.
0: Three, two, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, no, no, no. Okay. Three, Three, two, two, one. one. Hawkman. Fuck yeah. Yeah.